Behind the Shades. There was one guest I had where they're talking about polygamy. Mm. And I was so interested in that because as a man, right, you're like, who doesn't want two wives, three wives, four wives, right? <laughs> and then when you find out the lifestyle of it, you're like, okay, this isn't for me. I yeah. just, I, you know, you, you begin to realize I have difficulty keeping up with one. Yeah. How, right? <laughs> How am I going to do so many but the, what I loved about it is that it was like a reflection of, let's say, three different worlds. It was a reflection of the world that I'm currently living. Like I'm looking at a mirror version of myself because there's someone similar. There's like a reflection, a mirror of a world that maybe I'm not a part of, such as the polygamy and maybe that type of world. And then there are some guests that I had that they're going through something. And I was like, Lord, please don't make me ever go through what they're going through. Because it sounds so tragic were you able to relate your experiences with your guests on your show yeah definitely um because ultimately I, I think depression is it, it's just one it's just one thing and but there's lots of different shoots that come off that uh lots of different whys but it is ultimately one you know i i don't want to really call it a disease because it sounds negative and but it is kind of a disease and it's just one thing but there's a lot of things that come off that what can lead to depression um so yeah there's a lot of relatable stories out there and i could i could relate to certain guests and certain aspects of their stories definitely um i mean for me it started when i was in my late 20s and i didn't really know what it was until I was 30. Um, and looking back, I was probably going through a build up towards depression for the last 10 years pr prior to that. Um, so that was a kind of a, that there was, there was, there was one thing that kind of like give me a wake up call to say, this is something important. You need to sort this out. Uh, and that happened when I was 30. What do you think was the cause of you realizing, hey, something's not right? Is this depression? Is this something else? And what were your feelings when you're going through that moment in your life? So the 10 years building up to it, um, I didn't know uh, and until I was looking back retrospectively at it that it was depression. So the actual moment was when I was uh, 30 uh, was when... I'd gone through a massive change in life. So I'd been in a 10 year relationship that ended. Uh, and then I started a new relationship. So that were a massive change. Everything was different. My environment was different. And that kind of brought these actions and emotions and feelings that I was going through to the forefront uh, because it was someone else having to deal with it who told me then at the time, look, this is, this is not normal. You need, you need to have this looked at. And we was on holiday. Um, it's about uh, from where I live. We drove about two hours in the car to get to where we were on holiday. And my head just, it just went, I just lost it. Not in a violent way or anything like that, but to the point where I just put a, put a t-shirt on uh, 
and I set off walking. I tried to walk the two-hour drive that we'd just done back down highways, places I didn't even know where I was, and I didn't even know what I was doing. I would just, I'd just, something in my mind had just flipped, and I just set off walking, uh, and that caused a lot of problems for the people that are around me that love me uh, enough for them to kind of sit me down and have a, have, have like a mini intervention and say, look, we're not going to stop hounding you basically until you've been and got this sorted out. And that was the point. That was the turning point for me. Uh, and then that was what made me look back on the previous 10 years uh, and think, yeah, a, a, an accumulation of what I was doing, the lifestyle I was living, um, the relationship I was in, all added up and created that one thing that is depression that I spoke about. Um, so that was the turning point. And I mean, to, to, to have that realization, it's not nice when you ask what I, what, what I felt like and what I was going through. It's not a nice thing because you're in denial at the time. You do not want, and I mean, especially I'm talking like 10, 11 years ago now. So I don't know what it was like over in the States, but in a, in in the UK, it's only just really becoming more spoken about and more of a an okay topic to have at the forefront of a conversation is depression. So back then it, it was spoken about, but there was still a stigma around it. And I didn't want to have that stigma of, oh, Nick's got depression. Uh, and, you know, and people trying to tiptoe around you and ask if you're okay, like you've got some sort of illness. Um, when I hadn't, I just had a realization and I was kind of embarrassed, but I worked through it uh, uh, with support from the people I had around me at the time. Uh, and I don't think, I think if I didn't have those people around me or surrounding myself with those people, I probably would have reverted back to what was my norm. Uh, but I got through it, uh, but it was hard. It was a real, really hard time. I would say it was harder getting over it than it was going through it. That's what I would say. And over here, many men experience depression, anxiety, and other um, mental health concerns. Mm -hmm. And for many of the points that you mentioned out is that they feel somewhat embarrassed, right? They don't want the label of, I'm a person with depression, I'm a person with anxiety. And then when you've put on top of that, there that they don't have as many resources to assist and they don't have the support system that you described as well. Many of them end up taking their own life. And it's yeah. a shame that they don't feel that they can come to someone because for you to share that with me or whomever at that point in time in your life takes courage. And a lot of men, they want to be strong, right? They want to be yeah. in, independent and they don't want to show that weakness. But I think we need to do a better job in saying that expressing how you feel is a sign of strength. Yeah. Expressing what you're thinking takes courage, especially amongst other men, because sometimes we may joke right? You and I may have like a friendly banter and things like that, but you should be able to come to someone and say, Hey, terrain, I'm struggling with this. I was in a 10 year relationship. I gave my all I've invested so much of myself. 
but it has maybe become this person that I don't really like. Mm. It's maybe become this person that I no longer want to be. When you are going through it and you're being reflective, you're, you're trying to do that two hour walk. You went to your support system. What are some of the conversations that you're having within yourself during that time as you wanted to get better? So the conversations I were having with myself were more along the lines of, I need to make a change. Um, So I did not want to carry on doing what I was doing previously because I knew that it would have been too easy then to revert back into that sort of lifestyle and way of living sort of thing. So I wanted to change everything from the inside out. So I started off with friends, which is a hat, which was a hard one um, and social life. So I had to change that. I had to massively change that. So stop going out every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, stop meeting up with the same people. Um, and then I went from that into work. So I wanted to change my career. <clears throat> so when I was going through uh, the depression, I was self-employed. I was, uh, I'm a bricklayer by trade. So I was earning some good money, uh, but that gave me a lot of freedom and it gave me a lot of probably what I thought at the time was power to be able to just do what I want when I want. And that was no good for me. So I needed to change my career. So I looked at joining the police force. Uh, I was unsuccessful at that because you needed some sort of a degree, uh, like a university degree to get into the police force. The next best thing was prison service. Now, the reason I picked the prison service or police force was because of the uniform and the structure. So I thought if I could bring some structure into at least eight hours of my day, that would give me a bit of stability uh, and and change my mindset completely. And it did that. As soon as I put on that shirt and tie and my epaulets on my shirt, uh, trousers on, pressed, pressed my trousers, pressed my shirt, I felt like I was structured. I had to do things a certain way. I was, I was getting fired. And, and the day was structured for the prisoners as much as it was structured for the staff as well. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that structure that kept me on the, on the right path for, the, for, for a good amount of time for me to get everything else outside of work. I'm <laughs> sorry.